don't say yes to bad business. Just yeah. know your avatar, know your client, know your values. The minute someone said, well, it's not worth X, Y, and Z dollars. And I'm like, okay, you know what you just told me? You just told me that I'm not worth the money that you're paying. She's like, no, but I'm paying the V. I'm like, you're paying me too. Mm -hmm. And so that tells me that we're not on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Whatever your situation is currently is not your forever situation. That's really what real business owners is, man. Like, we don't care where you come from. Yeah. Where are you going? Our goal and our job is to reduce the mistakes that you have to make or the money that you have to lose. You want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be successful? Don't give up. You learn, adjust, and continue to move forward. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Business Owners Podcast with myself, Trevor Cowley, as usual. Cal Goodman. What's up? Hey. Hey, we have a, a one of our mastermind favorites. You know, it's I know our mastermind members are going to hear this and they're going to be like, "Hey, you said that about me." You're <laughs> a, but let's be real. You're you're moving up the list very very rapidly. So we've got uh, Scott Ramage on the podcast, and this individual we've actually started doing business recently together, and it's been smooth as as butter out of a microwave i'll tell you that much like smooth. i just came up with that <laughs> just off the top I, i'm like hey i gotta acknowledge me for a second because i was like trying i was trying to th yeah well like i'm talking about the perfect time i didn't say the time now if it's a minute then we're running all over the place but you know a 10 second hit you know in the microwave it'll just cut like yeah. it was smooth such a smooth process um scott yeah. tell me a little bit about what what it is that you do first and foremost, because I'll probably butcher it. I know a lot of people call it VA. Now we're talking about VPs and I'm trying to um, change the name. Yeah. Yeah. So we started change the industry more yeah, like it. Yeah. Really trying to change that. We, we uh, place virtual professionals in with individuals or businesses, almost all of them own businesses. Yeah. And we're, we're really working on raising the lid on what the expectation of a virtual assistant is. Mm -hmm. An assistant kind of implies that you're, they're doing basic things. They're doing yeah. really low level things. Answering an email. Right. And yeah, but yeah. we're looking for somebody that'll answer an email and won't need a script because they're that good because they know you yeah. that well. And then they also take it to the next level and the next level. And then we have, you know, engineers like literally engineers placed and saving engineering companies yeah. tons of money and drafters and um you know content creators video editors very high level so we're kind of trying to move to that vp virtual professional mm. status and so instead that's of really saying an assistant yeah. assistant kind of has a bad basically saying hey as an assistant you're only assisting yeah in these minor things when in reality these virtual professionals are doing major things and moving the needle for businesses. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're implementing things like, you know, just assessments that like, I'll, I'll ask a client, are you an integrator or a visionary? And they're like, what do you mean? You know, we'll give them assessments and say, okay, do you want someone like you to like kind of run with you and yeah. kind of do side what you side, do or yeah. need someone on the opposite spectrum doing the things that you're not good at. So we're mm. taking behavioral data and um, some really cool tools to to make those placements and it's working really well it has been working really yeah. well and i just like i've seen i th uh, let's see i have 19 full-time for me uh, virtual professionals mm. and i still have my very first hire and to watch this thing evolve over time and what it's done for my company I'm so passionate about allowing other people to get to that place. And not everyone can have the same setup I have, but I literally had this conversation with my wife and I had it with my executive assistant. She's kind of my ops person as well. I said, 
here's what I have to have. If I die today, the business continues to go. Mm -hmm. It continues to run. My wife can call you up and say, what do I need to do? She'll log into the financials, take care of that. Everything else is taken care of. Mm. And so to that's the level of trust and, and leverage that I've used because that can literally happen today. Yeah. And I, I really love that. So I, I'm like, you'll have to hire a salesperson. Like, don't get me wrong, but that's true freedom, right? I love working. I'll never stop working. Oh, I don't but know. That's true I mean, freedom. the guy yeah, that you absolutely. hooked us up with, I think he could be a sales guy too. I don't know. Oh, no, no. I you think. could do sales too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I thought you were saying everything but no, for sales. my business because uh, I'm doing all the sales right gotcha. now. So we'd have to hire someone to do the sales. But no, we have we have guys out there crushing it. Um doing cold calling of all things. I just read a post last week. Someone's like, I need a cold caller appointment setter. And all these comments were don't hire a VA, don't hire a VA, don't hire a VA. And in the same week, I got a text from one of my clients. Like our guy is crushing. He's booking appointments every single week. He's cold calling government offices and churches for roofing. And he's booking appointments every single week. Nice. And our ROI on him is through the roof. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, it just, like there's, so many business owners have heard all the horror stories yeah. of the like really low level yeah. virtual assistant, the, the newbie. And then they, they're not familiar with the fact that there's folks out there that have been doing this for five, six, seven, eight years and can come and take a basic script and just go crazy with it yeah. and just crush it. So I would say uh, we've had our own experiences with, with VA services that just weren't productive at all, you know, but it's like, you can't, you can't just, you can't prejudge everything from then on, from that point on, you know what I mean? Like you you have to try again. If it's, if it's a need that can really help your business, it's like, you just need the right person. Right. And so, I mean, how much of that do you do? Like how, I mean, obviously people have their own niches and and they have their own, you know, scripts or sales processes. And so like, how hard is that to find a, a, a VA or VP that's like, this is your guy. He's, he's good at all these things and you've already vetted him and know him. Like there's probably gotta be a lot that goes into that. There's a lot that goes into it. And you know, we're not your, your basic service where we just find some with someone and just say, see you later. Right. Like that is not how we operate at all. But we don't have like a pool of virtual professionals sitting there waiting for a job. That's not how we operate. So when we talk to you guys, uh, it's like exactly what are you looking for? What are the roles that you need? And, and kind of going into the steps of like, this is what I need. This is, these are the things I'm kind of thinking about. And we go recruit specifically for those. Mm -hmm. And we're looking for people that with proven track record. Yeah. And so some people will be, I need someone to do this role I just don't know how to do it. And then that, at that point, we're looking for a very specific, specific personality of someone who's like going to come in and actually just develop that for them. Yeah. And this is, this isn't people like, what? I'm like, yeah, like let's get someone with experience who's actually done this. And maybe they've led a team in doing this. They've trained. So we'll yeah. find someone who's trained in that they're, they're trained themselves. They've done it long enough. They become a, become a trainer and then we've seen this happen where they come in and they they take over that department or that role and they elevate it and then mm. and then they start hiring because we offer multiple hires we don't we don't nickel and dime our clients we're like hey you need another one we're going to go find you another one and and they hire for them so now your vp's running other vp's so you can build a whole department yeah. i have a client who's built two verticals onto his business a marketing Just vertical off of that, huh? and a, and a uh 
an admin vertical for he he's in a franchise and he's he's selling his admin services to all the other franchisees in the mm. United States. Nice. And so he just took, you know, SOPs are important. We could talk about that, but he took the SOPs they developed and these, these people we placed in him and he's like, Hey, Hey, I can do that for you. And then he had them lead the new people. And so we just keep stacking more and more people in his business. And he's built two completely new verticals on his business. Yeah. So it's, it's been pretty rad. To well, that's way cool. I mean, I, how I look at it is as you were explaining it, I look at it as in, uh, it's almost like a recruiting agent. You know, when people oh, yeah. in the United States look for recruiters, like high end recruiters, like, you know, we get hit up with recruiters all the time saying, hey, you guys have an ad out on Indeed. You guys want mm -hmm. CPAs, right? And they charge whatever, 10, 20% of whatever their annual salary is. So if, for mm -hmm. instance, somebody's making 100 grand a year, you could pay somebody 15 to $20,000 just to go out there and recruit this individual to come work for your company right. because you may have not had high success with some of the hires that, that you've made yourself, right? right? They they have a system or a process or some sort of vetting that they do that makes sure that they're higher caliber and it ends up, you know, costing you a, a pretty penny. But at the exact same time, it costs you a pretty penny to go through two, three, four, five, six different hires <sighs> through the training. This, you know, that whole process is stress is headache is expensive you know all of that and so like as you're sitting there saying yeah we go out and we look very specific like here's the deal i mean i could vouch for a hundred percent of what scott's saying because one skeptic kel knows i'm a big skeptic with just about anything that's right. new or change or different it takes me a minute to like wrap my head around it and say okay like let's try this thing let's do it right um and I'm like, you know, VA, like there's no possible way. I almost look at it like this, like a cell phone plan from Walmart. Why don't you have that? Because it's $39 because you just really don't think that you're going to get that great of a service. So we would rather pay Verizon or AT&T or whatever, the $150 a month versus the whatever phones that Walmart right. has, right? So you think that because it's a little bit less, you, you're going to receive less. And I'm not saying, you know, Scott's team is going to be the, the absolute cheapest on the market. But at the end of the day, I will say, and I can vouch for him, Fred, our guy, you know, I already <laughs> said, like today when you came in, I'm like, yo, like how do I want to reward him already? And he's only been you know, with us for a week, two weeks, two weeks, something, I think. Two yeah. weeks something like that. And I, and we didn't even get rolling with him on, on week one. We just, he was so good in his interview and, and the video that he created for us. I, I asked Corey, I said, did you watch those three videos? I said, I want you to tell me which one that you think uh, is best. And then I'll tell you which one I think, because I already was like, dude, Fred, I just want to see if he was on the same you know, wavelength as me and that. And he's like, dude, Fred, no doubt. And I was like, okay. So we're on the same page about this guy. And we weren't quite ready because we were moving into this office trying to get this thing built out. And we didn't want to just have him sit around for a week. But we're like, dude, we want this guy. Like, how do we retain him? And even if we have to pay him for a week just so that he doesn't go get recruited somewhere else. And I'll tell you what, like he's been, he's mm -hmm. been doing a lot of work in the last week. And the cool thing about it is, is we have a computer set up right behind my computer where he has like, uh, what do they call that? Remote access. Remote, or he remotes yeah. into your he computer. He remotes yeah. in. So we don't have to give him any of our username and passwords. We literally just log in on that computer to our Instagram or whatever it is. 
And we have all of these messages that he's going, he's pulling in leads, he's doing all this stuff, and we've got the whole flow set up. And like, as Corey alluded to, Corey's our right-hand guy here at RBO. Um, some of you guys know him because he's been, he was been on the podcast. Um, but even Corey said he, you know, Fred hit him up and said, hey, man, is it okay if I start, you know, making some sales here for you guys, you know, or whatever? Like, Let's go. we're like, oh, my God, like, yeah. holy shit, like. Yeah. Fuck, just yeah. take over the company, dude. Just <laughs> um, do you have any friends, family members, cousins, uncles? Like, uh, but I, uh, we were here late last night and I was telling Corey, I was like, man, Fred's just amazing. Corey's like, dude, I've worked with hundreds of VAs. And he's like, dude, this, this guy's like, unlike any other VI, VA I've ever worked with. And I said, dude, based upon what he's doing, I wouldn't be surprised if we have another one within the next two or three months. And so um, doing other things because he's just, like even even the header for you know real business owners is turning into its own business right before right. it's been hanging on you know mama's tit uh, easier accounting for all these years right and so but we're, this is why we're in a new office and a new podcast and we're treating it like it's its own business so it's kind of like a a, a startup but like even the email like Trevor at real business owners now right we needed a header thing at the bottom and so Corey's like hey get a header he puts five different templates together because he's going on the internet, stealing other people's headers off of their stuff. And it's like, here's these five examples. You tell me which one that you want to create. Right. And so it's like, so nice. like, it, it, and, and when you're neck deep in actual shit in your business, and that's just like this thing that needs to be done. Like, it's just kind of like, fuck, I know I need to go do that thing, <laughs> but like, there's so many other you things. You got to stop and you do gotta it. You got to stop right. and do yeah. it. But when you're like, it was like, but finding an, any employee, <clears throat> whether they're, overseas yeah. whether they're outsourced or not that takes initiative is really freaking hard to find dude. and so if you're finding that over and over and over again you obviously have a model that's yeah. like yeah breeding yeah. the right type of person to take something initiative up. for people because it, it is something we look for and and we don't nail it every time yeah and and you that's know, impossible Let's absolutely yeah. we're, we're getting better and better and better and better yeah. every rep makes us better usually it's more of like the client wasn't real specific in what they wanted and they and we get the first one they're like uh you want to pivot this way and so that's one of the services we do it's not one and done it's yeah. hey yeah. If this is not working let's figure it out and usually i'm telling the client first they're, they're hey i got this thing i'm like wait 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 all right let's have a talk and make sure this is the right person and they're usually wanting to hang on i'm like nope we're moving on we're getting someone new yeah because you don't always nail it the first time but the thing is, is when you kind of understand that we're tapping into a workforce that is making probably, we pay, we pay very well. Yeah. Uh, they're making triple what they could elsewhere in, in country. Yeah. Not to mention that in the more uh, metro areas, getting to work is literally a one to four hour endeavor one way. The Philippines is over 7,000 islands mm -hmm. so when you work it's it's, it's a it's a serious ordeal so they're working from home yeah they're making more money they want to perform yeah and yeah. it's it's not that way everywhere like we're even down to the place like if they live over here in the philippines we're not gonna hire them Why? like it's Bad very specific stuff like that or it's, what you, you know how the island lifestyle in hawaii yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of on the same island time yeah. they're on island time they just like kind of show up when they show up they'll They'll not show up for a day. And you, if you do, you're listening to this, you've had a VA, you're going to relate to this. They'll not show up for a day. And then they'll, later they'll say, oh, yeah, I had a blackout. Well, 
Did yeah. your phone, was your phone powered up? Yeah. Well, why didn't you let me know? It's because they're kind of like, so then we were like, we're not hiring over there. Yeah. We're hiring here. That's weird that you said that. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday that was telling me that, oh, they've gone through VA after VA after VA because then they say they're gone for two or three days and they say, oh, we had a, it's not a tsunami or a, uh, yeah, well, they don't cyclone or whatever, or it is. whatever, the, yeah. whatever, some tropical storm or some shit. And the power goes out for, you know, a couple, two or three days or whatever. And it's like inconsistent. And sometimes they just don't ever come back or communicate or whatever. And I'm like, so normal. And I was like, that's weird. I'm like, that's not the experience that I've had. I said, the only annoyance that I've had with Fred is that he's 10 minutes early every day and I'm out in my run. And he's like, morning guys. (laughs) And it's like seven, it's like seven 50. It's not eight o'clock. You're supposed to come in at eight fool. Yeah. You know, so, and then, and then like he goes from eight to four and he's like morning guys, like seven fifty, like clockwork, 10 minutes early. And then, uh, I mean, shit, dude, you can't even find that shit in the U S bro. Well, the thing you is, is, if you, if you go and then hire, he works 10 minutes late, he's like, right. Oh, know? always. If yeah. you hire somebody for the minimum wage, you're going to yeah. get minimum wage work. And yeah. so us amazing Americans would be like, Oh, we can get a VA for $4 an hour. Well, you're getting the $4 an hour yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. And so yes, the dollar is very strong there and it, and we have a lot of leverage mm-hmm. and you know, go ahead and try that. In fact, my very first VA was that. And, but I, I have a degree in psychology. I'm very into behavioral psychology and I have a, a master's degree in, in education. I'm very good at teaching. I'm very good at that behavioral, like, and so I'm really good at teaching somebody. I was able to bring them up through, but most people don't have those skills mm-hmm. or yeah. the patience for that. Yeah, right. And so when they get somebody that literally is just waiting for direction. So that's the, that's the different, you got the, the person that's just waiting for you to tell them what to do. Mm. And then you got the person that says, tell me the big scope. And then I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Dude, I saw something like two days ago. They said, your problem is, is you hire people that you have to manage. You hire down versus hiring up. You need to learn how to hire people that, that manage themselves Absolutely. and, and take initiative. And the reason why you're dealing with what you're dealing with in your business, the stress level that you have, there's going to always be problems. If you're an entrepreneur, congratulations. You just, you just went into an industry that has forever issues or problems. The amount of issues and problems that you deal with will be on the back of the people that you surround yourself with, right? So if you have all the issues and the problems, plus you're having to manage the people that uh, are bringing you all the issues and problems versus hiring up, and those individuals that you hire are dealing with half of the issues or problems for you and only bringing up the high-level stuff, then that makes your life a lot easier, right? And so I like that's spot on, especially with Fred. I mean, he's just taking the initiative. You guys had Dan Martell on just recently, correct? So in his book, he talks about, you know, he talks about this stuff, how when to pay for someone to do something. He said 80% done by someone else is 100% awesome. Yeah. So he's saying like the 80% of the productivity or the the level that they're doing compared to your 100% Mm -hmm. is great. Yeah. And I've found, I agree, I subscribe to that. But what I found is that because I'm a doer and a lot of business owners are just in the weeds or doing things. When I found that I was, I'm going to create my, my process. I'm going to share it. So I shoot a loom video. Hey, here's how I'm doing. And I talk and then they take that and create an SOP. When I did that, this is when, you know, you're at another level is when my, my team would come back to me and say, this is awesome. Here's the SOP. I made another version because I did a little research 
Mm. And we'll save about 15 minutes per time and we'll save money because we don't have to subscribe to this. And I'm like, I look at it. Huh. Yeah, that's better than what I was doing. And that happens all the time. And so you give autonomy, you give trust, and then they can take actually what I was doing and do it better because as Mm. a business owner or a manager or whatever your role is, you're going all these different directions. And now you've got someone who's taking ownership and, and saying, Oh no, 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 that's, that's awesome. I'll do it that way. But can we consider this way? Yeah. You know, and that's what I've seen over and over again, bringing options to the table rather than save money, save time, or it's just a better product. Yeah. Yeah. So, let me ask you, how did you get into this industry? Because it's kind of a unique... Podcasting. Podcast. <laughs> okay. So very interesting story. I was I was consulting for a fitness software slash service company. And I was basically their integrator doing all the stuff. They were creating this program and I was selling it, creating mm-hmm. the onboarding, the customer service, the, the, the customer training. And <clears throat> I, I just had always been this guy that'll just keep working, working, working and working and I work super efficiently. Yeah. And I was I was doing all of these things for the company. And then I started a podcast. And the the owner of the company was talking with me and he's really big into productivity. So I became a productivity nerd as a as a result of this, but he's really into productivity. He said, "Scott, you're incredible. You just get stuff done. You like it's amazing. The problem is is you just keep adding things to your plate. So Mm. you just keep working longer and longer and longer. He said, you need a VA. And the next thing he said was, it kind of made me mad, but now I understand what he was doing. He said, but you'll never be successful at it. It's really hard and it's hard to find good talent. So I went, I'm like, well, screw you. (laughs) Like, and so I went and did the research. I did all the research. I took a master class. I started watching courses, and I started putting together all of these pieces of data on all these people saying, this is how you hire a VA. Then I, in, I called people who, because I was, I was kind of running this mastermind for fitness owners all over the world. And they're all like, VAs don't work, Scott. We've tried it. It's a nightmare. So I started interviewing them and asking what went wrong. Mm. So I found all these pieces that went wrong. And then I'm like, okay, I'm ready. And I went in and I uh, found my first VA. I hired her salary right out of the gates. I only had like five hours of work the first first time. And I'm like, I need you to take care of my podcast because I, I just can't do this. Right. Yeah. And she started doing that. Like, oh, do you have more time? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, here's a report I have to pull every week. And then, and then mm. I had her starting creating um, SOPs. I'm like, let's do some standardized operating procedures. We put, she started putting those together and I'm like, Hey, to the company, here's our SOPs. They're like, Oh, right. This is really great. Three months later, three full-time VAs for me. My problem was, is I kept filling all my time (laughs) because I was identifying as this guy that got things done. So now I'm creating, like, there's four full-time people working for this company. I'm not getting paid more. (laughs) They're like, this is amazing, right? So talking to other business owners that all said this doesn't work, I finally had a really good friend of mine say, can I just use yours? Cause I think you just found a special person. Yeah. Well, that wasn't it yeah. because then I'm like, well, this is how you do it. And, and he paid me. It was more than I was paying the, the VA per month. I'm like, this is really good. Yeah. And, and then it just rolled from there and, and wow. started. And, 
Uh, it's just been a wild ride and I just get so much joy out of helping. Well, one business owner seeing the power of leveraging other people yeah. to, so that we, I could stay in my working genius and also mm -hmm. start to understand that my identity is not in all of the things I do. You hear this all, you guys hear this all the time. Yeah. We heard it in a mastermind yeah. that you guys just ran. Someone's like, well, I do all this, 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 and this, and this, and my business partner doesn't do this. I'm like, your identity is in getting a bunch of stuff done. Yeah. That's stupid, dude. Like you're so much more than just a get things done guy. Yeah. So do you need to be working a hundred hours a week? Maybe when you start up, but that's not a lifestyle. Well, it's a certain kind of lifestyle. It's not one I wanted to live. It's one I lived and at the sacrifice of my family. Yeah. And I was able to take that and, and take some time, refocus and understand that I needed to do the things that gave me energy. So I kind of did a self audit. What do I really love doing? Mm. And that's what I do in this business. Now I have everything else is run by my team. So that first uh, company that I created is 30, 30 minutes a week for me to run that business. The, the entire business is run by my Filipino team. I spend 30 out minutes a week. With that lady that was on our call? Uh, no, different. It's different. Um, hmm. With my manager there, we meet every week. We talk about what's going on and it's just taken care of. This one, hire a VP. I, I hired one person, gal, taught her everything I know. She came on every Zoom I had, every sales call, every meeting, every coaching, every interview, everything I did, because I was just doing this, right? Mm. And she came in and she learned, she shadowed me, read every email I, I had come in, read every email I sent out. So she mm. knew how I acted. She knew how I talked. She knew all the caveats to the business. And then I'm like, okay, what can you take from me? And she just started taking things. Yeah. She's like, oh, I can answer all these emails. And, uh, we kind of came up with a system for that. And then I can, I can start interviewing people the first time and then you can do it. We'll do it together here. Before I knew it, she had so many SOPs created and she was overwhelmed. And I'm like, guess what? Now you get to pick Who from all want. those SOPs, yeah. which ones you don't want to do. We're going to put them together. We're going to create a job title and we're going to hire for that. Yeah. And then we just repeat, repeat, repeat. So she keeps hiring people for the company. Yeah. And so I get to do what I get, to, what I love to do. Talk to business owners. Um, just help solve problems, help solve problems, network. kind of the higher level stuff, yeah. network and coach my clients. Do you, do you, did you take the visionary integrator test yourself? I'm a hybrid. I'm right in the middle. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say you're pretty one, high. You're integrator. one of those rare bolts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Short people are cool. I think it's the short. Yeah. I think you have to be under five yeah. foot to have five foot eight to have those. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you guys want to join our five, eight and under group, yeah. um, it's another level to the yeah. mastermind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the reason they like, they said they, they like me so much is because there's actually a different level of the mastermind that we're talking about. Yeah. Most you guys don't know about right it. now. There's three members. Short, <laughs> yeah. And you're short yeah. Kings, you know, yeah, short Kings. Yeah. That's what it's called. Uh, like, uh, but if you want to apply, go to <laughs> short Kings slash forward slash RBO. Yeah. Uh, um, now that's, that's super cool that you, that you one had a problem. You solved your own problem. You saw that, okay, I can do this at a, at a high level. And then you solved a friend's problem right. and made some, <laughs> and made some money. Right. Yeah. And then, and then turned it into a, a, a business. What would you say, what would you say is your biggest struggle or has been your biggest struggle that you wish you would have adjusted uh, sooner, right? I mean, that's literally, we just talked about how every business deals with problems and issues and struggles and headaches. And regardless, even if you have everything perfect, like 
you're a business owner. Like yeah. there's, there's nothing such thing as perfect because there's this thing called humans. Uh, you, once you add the human element, humans are so up and down and left and right, or, you know, they live on emotion, right? If they're having a bad day, they can create a, a bad experience for a customer and then that customer can complain or whatever yeah. it is. Right. So there's so many different variables, but um, what's a, what's a piece of advice there that you have? I've got a couple. Yeah. Number one was I had to get out of my own way. Okay. I had to, what does that mean? That means that I did not believe in myself. I never thought big enough. Okay. And I, I and so this is going to be a little plug, quite unsolicited plug is get in a group of people who see what you have available, mm. what, who you really are. So I'm sitting here doing this VA thing and I'm not hardly charging anything. And it's, I'm struggling. You know, we talked about that earlier. I'm struggling. Yeah, the, yeah. the revenue's low. And I, I sat down with uh, this guy that got to know me that was in a mastermind with me. And he looked at me and he says, okay, tell me what you charge. And I told him, because he wanted, to, he wanted a, a VA. And he's like, uh-uh. I'm like, what do you mean? No. He goes, Scott, you, I don't want a VA. I want a VA and I want you as part of the package. I want your help. Mm. He's like, do you like giving people help? I'm like, that's what I thrive on. I love coaching. I love teaching. He's like, so he says, so tell me your price. I said again, he's like, nope. He's, tell me your price. And I was like, God, like, I felt like that was way too much. Yeah. And, but I was lowballing everything so mm. low because I had this limiting mindset myself and he, he got to a point and he said, now double it. And I said, okay. And so he's pitched it to me, I told him, he's like, all right, let's go. And then he told me, you're thinking too small. You don't believe in yourself. I can tell you don't believe in yourself, but I believe in you. So I went and did the same thing with the next, next call. I didn't do the same conversation. I just pitched it. Wait, he At said that price pitch point. It. Yeah. Not even a blink of an eye. All right, let's go. Yeah. Third. Let's go fourth. All right. Where do I sign fifth? Where do I sign six? A little friction, right? So you, you go through this thing. And so undersold myself. Mm. And I think a lot of business owners probably do that. You have to have so much belief in yourself and the product that you're offering. And you have to know that your value is like probably well above what you're high, what you're charging. Depends on the business, of course, yeah, right? Yeah. There's there's businesses. I'm still under under the industry standard. Did some research. I'm like, man, I'm still under the industry standard for this mm. type of service. Yeah, and that's a learning lesson. And so that was number one. So get hit up Scott now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lock in those products <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No. Uh, number number two is taking on clients I shouldn't have taken on. Yeah. And yeah. that was the friction. I've been. I went through mm. probably two months ago. I was really struggling. And my team was really struggling. I finally stopped and said, guys, we're all stressed out. What's going on? And they're like, these people are 90% are of our workload. Mm -hmm. They're whining. They're complaining about everything. They want us to, we do training for the it's VP2. like the 80-20 rule. 80% of moly. the problems are coming from 20% of the people. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And not all money's good money. Yeah. And so I, uh, I gave back a lot of money a couple months ago. And I just, and people would not let me fire them. Have you ever done, you try to fire someone? They're like, no, yeah. like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. This isn't an option. No, you were, you were no. Like, hey, we can, what do you want to do? Yeah. We can refund like, you. We, no. Yeah. You're no, like, they don't yeah. want to go. I'm yeah. like, look, look, 
you you come to me like you don't aren't enjoying the process and i have to work with people who are enjoying the process if you're not enjoying the process i'm not delivering the value that you, or the prod, the product that you need mm. like that's the way i approached it it worked but that was <laughs> like don't say yes to bad business just yeah. know your avatar know your client know your values and the the minute someone said well it's not worth x y and z dollars and i'm like okay i said so you, i literally told a client this couple couple months ago i said you know what you just told me because she wouldn't let me fire i said you just told me that i'm not worth the money that you're paying she's like no but i'm paying the v i'm like you're paying me too mm -hmm. and so that tells me that we're not on the same Page, level. Yeah. yeah and so that's a hard lesson to learn and a lot of money went out the door those two months mm. but it opened up so much band my team was like just on fire after that like thank you and <laughs> and uh, now i'm just telling people no they get on the phone i ask them a series of questions i'm like you know what we're we're not the service for you yeah and, and that's that, okay oh i've had people pissed that's yeah. okay oh yeah yeah it's a good lesson though yeah i mean we started out at charging 99 bucks a month Ooh. for bookkeeping and 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 we had to take on the cost of the actual uh software and so but we, at first we were just like okay let's see and we're like, man, if we have a thousand clients, that's a hundred thousand dollars a month. Yep. You know, that's what, but I mean, making a dollar each. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we can profit a thousand, you yeah. know? And so like after a few years of banging our head against the wall and probably losing half a million or more, you know, trying to build and grow it, you know, we reached out to somebody and hired a coach and he says, well, up your prices. Yeah. And we, we went to like 249 and got just as many yeses. And then we went to 349 and then like 499 or whatever. And what you realize is you, you, one, the customer gets what they pay for when they pay for more. Guess what? That's more money for the entrepreneur to hire greater talent, mm -hmm. right? So greater talent means better service, better quality, right? And so one, if you're dealing with issues on fulfillment side is the fact that maybe the type of people that you have in your company aren't the type of caliber of people that are going to be able to deliver the service, probably because you're paying too low, right? You're, you're, right. You, you don't have the revenue to support bringing in A players or whatever it is to be able to bring up the quality of service so that you could, you know, um, back up the price that you're, you know, but eventually you've got to start charging the price so that you could start backfilling and, and, and creating, you know, a great experience with those a players. Right. Yeah. And so when we started doing that, I mean, it was, it's, it was the same as like, remember like there was a marketing campaign where we're like, Hey, let's do like six months of free bookkeeping and then oh, 99 yeah. bucks a month. It was so cheap that nobody trusted it. It's yeah. almost like the Walmart cell phone deal thing, right? Like why don't we all have a Walmart cell phone for $40 a month? Because it's so cheap. Why? I don't want 10 piece chicken nuggets for 99 cents. Right. I'm like, are they even fucking chicken nuggets, dude? What the hell? How? That's not even possible to feed for, you know, I got chickens, you know, that, that it don't work like that. And so it's like, I would rather go to Chick-fil-A and pay, you know, $6.99 or $7.99 for chicken nuggets because then I feel better about what I'm putting into my body, even if it's this, even if it's sixes, maybe they order it from the same damn place. I don't know. I just feel better about it, but um, the quality of customer that you get in return for a higher price is, is a better experience for your company and for your employees. And there's more opportunity for your employees to, to make more and for you to bring in higher Absolutely. Uh, grade talent. Absolutely. Right? Early in our, our first agency, 
we, I, I did a sales call with a guy and we were, we were charging a thousand bucks a month. It was 4,000 startup back then. This is a different service. Yeah. Uh, and it was a thousand dollars a month and we're basically an open, open source. You just send us stuff. We do it. Like yeah. we're just going to do video editing, podcast editing, admin work, social media management, like everything. We'll do anything you want. It's a thousand bucks a month. And, mm. um, that's cheap. <clears throat> right. I got back on the phone with the guy. I'm like, Hey, you know, following up. He's like, well, I went with someone else. I'm like, okay, I'd love to know why for the same service, actually less, they were $10,000. You can't be good if you're only a thousand dollars. He paid 10,000 bucks a month for a service that provided less than what we paid it because we were too cheap. Yeah. yeah. That was an interesting lesson to learn. Yeah. And I didn't learn it because I never raised the prices. Mm. I can yeah. totally relate to that though. You know, like I, I personally do that. I'm just like, I won't, I won't pay the cheapest shit. It's like, I just, so I know like that's not going to be as valuable, but for, you know? <clears throat> but for me, like that's the client I want. I want yeah. the, I want that client who's yeah. like, no, I'm not going on the cheapest route. Yeah. I'm looking for value. I'm looking for ease. I'm looking like we take care of all the stuff, right? You, you, you're going to train and work with your, your VP because they're your person they mm-hmm. are dedicated to you i cannot train them in your business like, yeah i can train them on the big the soft skills and the communication we do that but i can't train them on your business but we take all the other stuff off the so it's it's a it's the business owners like i just need that person you take care of all the weird stuff with working with people overseas paying bonuses you know all and then rehires and building my team bigger and that's the type of client now, now that we're focused on mm. And it's, it's easier than I had ever expected to figure that out in a pretty quick call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we, when we moved into, uh, our office like eight years ago, we had one of our business partners buy all refurbished computers, mm. um, <laughs> because they, because they're like $200 or something. And he's like, dude, they're great versus 500 bucks or 199 or whatever. A year later, we had to buy all new computers. Yeah. And so the cheap route ended up being the most expensive route because yeah. we ended up having to spend all the money that we would have normally spent on new computers right. plus the 10000 that we spent on all the refurbished ones. And then they stood in a like a, a storage closet yeah. for like three or four years. And I think we donated them to a school or something like yeah. that, like kids that <laughs> take them apart and redo them or whatever. Right. <laughs> so, um, that's just a lesson that Poor guy, he never lived that one down for at least a couple of years. Oh, I'm sure you guys, here we are. Right. We're right. talking, about talking about it, about it still. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like five years later, you six brought, years later. You brought something up earlier. One of you, the cost of hiring, training, rehiring and training. My buddy, Brian Alexander talks about this. He's for corporation. Mm-hmm. It's almost $200,000. So when you bring an in the wrong, this is a corporation, bigger company, yeah, right? yeah, they have yeah. a big training, a big exact, when you like bring that. the wrong person in, you're losing so much money. Yeah. You're losing. So, so <clears throat> just do it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you go cheap, that's hard to do for a startup though, a startup, they, they and that's what's, that's what's so weird. Cause I think about that sometimes and it's like a startup, they've got, you know, three grand in their account, but yet they want to start marketing. And so then they hire the cheapest marketing company and then it doesn't do, you know, most people have hired two or three or four different marketing companies to try to find the right marketing company, but they start at the lowest price point and then they try another low price point and and then they slowly build it up to the point where like, man, if I would have just said yes to the one that was whatever, five grand a month, (laughs) you know, it's, it's so there's this weird delicate balance of like, 
reserving funds as a startup and trying to be smart, but at the exact same time getting quality. And that's that that's a difficult and delicate balance for any business that's one cash strap that's just trying to get clients needs to grow so that they have revenue so that they could support a higher quality yeah. service. So it's like it, it, it is tough. It's a tough balance, right? I think you got to be creative. Yeah. Total another, like I have a buddy who is in marketing and does e-commerce marketing. He's, he's a savage yeah. and he only works with companies. He likes their products. Like that is it. Like if you have a gun company, he's all in. If you have yeah. a car company, he's all in coffee, all in. Um, but like, so he had a client like that and they were small and kind of homegrown and they needed him. Mm-hmm can't afford him. He's yeah. really good. So he says like, Hey, look, let's do a little equity equity. Mm. He took him, I don't know, like under a hundred thousand a year in sales to millions and millions and yeah. millions and like just absolutely exploded the company. They had nothing out of pocket at first. Yeah. Just, Hey, I'll, I'll like, yeah. and now he's making bank with them. They're yeah. making massive money. Yeah. So creativity goes a long way. Yeah. So understanding that there's more than one way to kind of peel that onion. A hundred percent of struggles, your struggle, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so if you want to stay, you know, where you're at, then keep a hundred percent of your business, you know? Um, and that's literally what we've done over the last few years is like, okay, what does it take to bring in the best? What does it take to relieve ourselves and also get somebody in there that cares about your business the way that you care about yeah, your business? It's hard to do. And it's, yeah. it's, and look, that, and they, they're going to deal with problems. So the only way you're going to relieve yourself of problems is potentially bringing somebody in that also has a piece of the pie to where they're going to want to deal with that level of problems so that they treat it like it's their own because it is. Right? You, you, you had to sell them. You had yeah. to sell them on the vision of the company, where it's going, what the, blue, what, what the upside for them was, right? So like even with, with me... My entire team is from the Philippines, yeah. entire. And so I have the gal you met, Chloe. She is bought into my vision. Mm. She sees my vision. In fact, I even had an idea probably like five months ago. I had this idea. I'm like, oh, this is a really good idea for a, kind of an offshoot. And she goes, we need to build this empire first. She literally stopped me. Because she has the vision of what we're She's doing. She's put you in your tracks. She's like, stopping your tracks. Yep. Don't get ahead of yourself, <laughs> Mr. Idea Guy. That's, you know, you can, yeah. but that's because core values were huge for me. Like, here's the core values. Here's the vision. Here's the mission. And then repeating it, living it, driving it home. Those type of, money's one thing. Money will motivate people. Mm -hmm. But yeah. when you don't have a lot of money, you got to have those other things in line because oh, they will really drive, drive your team in the same direction. You buy them with a, with a dollar or with a dream is what you're saying. That's right. Sometimes both. Yeah. Hopefully both. Hopefully yeah. low dollar at first, high dollar later. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Saying, right, man, we hope it ends up being here. You know, this is the goal. We think that you're the person to help make that happen. So um, bro, appreciate you coming Thank out you. and coming on, dude. It was what an a, honor. Was, yeah. Breaking the podcast studio, yeah, man. I know. It's, uh, it's amazing here. First, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. Right now, Sounds know, like we'll so. have a different table soon, but 
Well, a I mean, lot of things will be. I think it's fine. Mean, I, I, a but, lot of things will be a little bit different. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a little tight, a little this. I'm like, yo, why don't we put chairs or something right here and make it a little bit more loungy and chill with the boomstick, you know? Oh but yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, Everybody's we'll, leaning back in their leather chairs. And boom, <laughs> you right? know, just, just, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I've, I've, I've been on podcasts when it's yeah. like just chilling on a couch and it's like, okay, it's like a couch conversation, yep. right? Yep. But then there's also something cool about throwing your, you know, arms up on a table and just, I'm a leaner, you so know, good. like yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, getting in into a conversation like we're at a conference room table or something, yeah. you know, so get some stuff um, done. Yeah, slowly but <laughs> Thanks, surely guys. it's coming together. How do people connect yeah. with you if they want to get a virtual professional? And I'm telling you guys, if, if you've ever considered it, thought about it, you know, had a dream about it, I would at least reach out to him about it. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because you don't understand the wide variety. I didn't understand. And, you know, we've been in the game for 13 years. Kel's like, 17 years or whatever it is now um, as a business owner. And so it's just like things have evolved, things change. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with virtual professionals or assistants, whatever you want to call it. First off, what's the name of the company website? How do they connect with you if they want to inquire about some of the services that you're able to yeah, help outsource. Yeah, so the the website's uh, VA Media Machine because it's the old name. The new name's Hire VP. I don't have that website built out in process. So I'm like a Facebook one of, guy. One of your VPs are do, building out your website. Says you, we, yeah. we, we have yeah. an incredible bank of really amazing individuals. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's on the way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but hire. So I'm a, I'm a Facebook guy. So Scott Ramage, two M's on Facebook. You can find me, message me, Scott at media machine.info. Um, Carrier pigeon. In, Instagram. Scott Ramage. Scott Ramage. Yeah. We'll put all that basic. in the show notes and yeah. the bio just so that you guys can um, find it, locate them. And if you need it, you know, you can send us a DM and, you know, we can point yeah. you in the right direction as well. I just like my goal. And I think a lot of people say this. My goal is when I get on a call with you is to leave you with an action plan, whether it's me or not. Mm-hmm. I actually want to ask that. And I know we don't have to go all no, into it, but it's like, uh, like, I know I'm the type sometimes where I'm like, okay, I'm just buried. And I need someone to kind of like help me figure yeah. out like, oh, well, like not only can, what can your, so if someone comes to you and they're like, I need help with this. And you're like, cool, we can find that. Or someone come to you and they're like, I don't know, I'm just drowning. Can you help me figure out right. what I need help with that I can have mm-hmm. them take off my plate? Like, are you guys Absolutely. help facilitate that type Absolutely. of stuff Because I've been there. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I really still like doing the sales and the yeah. coaching because yeah. I've been there. I can relate at such a high level. So yeah, it's that, that process kind of, kind of uh, winds its way into a formula that I put together. Cool. Yeah. And and again, like if it's, you know, I had somebody the other day is like, oh, well, I, I don't know. I'm like, hey, like, why don't yeah. you know? And she told me, I'm like, okay, I have a resource for you. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Well, I just know there's a lot of people that probably be like, man, I probably could use help, but like, I don't even know where they to don't, start. Most you know? people don't know what they yeah. need. And yeah. that is well, my job. Yeah. yeah. I'm very um, good at saying, okay, let's take a look at your business. Where are you finding you're getting stuck. There was a guy, uh, chiropractic business. I love how we shut this out and now we're going forward. <laughs> yeah, chiropractic I don't care. business. Yeah. And, um, We've had that happen a few times. Oh yeah, yeah. he's yeah. he's like, uh, I got I do this, I got this. I asked him, I just sat there and asked him questions yeah. about his whole, pro- how does your client come in? What yeah. do they do? How do you get your clients? How do you chase your clients? And I found this hole and he's like, oh, I'm really bad at that. So you don't follow up with any of the leads that come in from what you're paying? <laughs> He's like, no, no, we're, we're, we're fine. We're getting enough. I'm like, so nobody's following up. What about past, past clients who've been in once and never came back? Because I know you have a recurring thing. He's like, oh, yeah, we, 
he's like, I just hate that stuff. I don't know how to do it. I'm like, I know where we need to start. Yeah. And boom, we're off mm. to the races. So Perfect. a lot of people come in completely overwhelmed and people are just shouting from the mouth. You got to get a VA. You got to get, that's not for everyone, by the way, I will yeah. tell people this is not for you, yeah. but I'll listen and I can, and I, I can start pinpointing areas. And sometimes I'm like, you need six VAs, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. this is where we need to start. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's a really good question. Cause um, a lot of people just don't even know what's possible. Yeah, exactly. Well, need, also, I'll, 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 like, I mean, Kel's wife was cutting Kayla's hair and we didn't have an assistant and we never really like an actual assistant assistant, not a virtual professional. Right. And it's, Nobody ever, like, they, they take pride in just taking everything on. Yeah. You don't ever, like, if that wasn't pushed kind of in our direction by Kaylee, uh, Kel's wife, like, we, you were like, whatever, yeah, let's entertain, like, let's sit down with her. We, she came to the conference she's doing room. Now, man. And then she, she, yeah, she does an, an absolute amazing job yeah. and takes a whole load off of our shoulders, right? And so it's like, but we didn't even say, oh, man, it almost feels weak. Like, I need help. You know, and I think and, you hit and, the nail on the head. And 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 entrepreneurs are so prideful that it's like, eh, I just don't want to be weak and say, hey, we might need help in this area or whatever it is. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. Sometimes you don't even know what you don't need or what yeah. you do need. Um, and then when you finally get it, you're like, holy shit, I should have done this two years ago. Um, like you're Brianna in, <laughs> yeah, Brianna in our mastermind, it was the same thing when Josh they came in and it was like my first goal for you is to make sure that you have an assistant. And then within like, she's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Whatever. Within three months, she had an assistant. She's like, man, it's made my life a lot easier. Oh yeah. yeah. You know? And so it's whether, whether it's an assistant, whether it's a virtual professional, I mean, a lot of people listening will probably use both, but at the end of the day, the, the virtual professional thing has been like, again, we're, we're only a couple of weeks into it. And it's like, dude, holy cow. Like it opens up your mind to a whole new world yeah. of possibilities of like, what else could you do? Because it's not necessarily you having to do it all. Right. Yeah. Right. So now you want your mind to wander and explore a little bit and be like, man, if we had somebody doing this or this or this, then, but it's all this machine that's out here. That's just kind of built doing it. And then you kind of just keep doing what you were doing that you're great at as, as Scott alluded to earlier. But yeah. anyways, I'm sure we can keep, yeah, keep, keep <laughs> guys, yeah, thank no. you very yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a good podcast. Yeah. Uh, reach out to Scott guys. He's one, he's a, he's just a good human being, good man, good father, good husband, good business owner. Um, just you. a good, good individual to have in your ecosystem in general. Thank him for, you know, sharing his wisdom on the podcast and reach out to him for virtual yeah. professional services. Uh, even if you don't think that you need it. Because he'll, he'll show you where you can leverage it and use it and need it. Other than that, share the podcast, rate the episode. Keep kicking ass, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.